Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. Very interesting folks to chat to on a daily basis. One of which is Sandile Swana, a political analyst. We're going to be looking at the national shutdown and responses so far from all the sectors of the political spectrum and society for that matter. Sandile, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. Uh, good afternoon. And uh, yeah, thanks again for making the time to join us this afternoon. Sandile, okay. So uh, as your namesake uh, suggests, uh, you're a political analyst. So let's analyze uh, exactly uh, what is going on here with the national uh, shutdown. As I've mentioned, responses so far, we've seen them from all sectors of the political spectrum and uh, society. Everybody's voicing their concerns, their opinions, what have you. But from your point of view, what do you gather from uh, political parties' reactions thus far? I think what is clear... And, and and I think it's it, it, it's common across the board is that everybody is is concerned about the, the potential for for violence. Yes. So so we can put that on the table that everybody is concerned for violence. Then we put that aside. I was listening to an interview, not necessarily about uh, this protest, but it was an interesting interview by. Uh, Helen Villa was a prominent leader in South Africa. Yes. Mm-hmm. The DA. Yes. And she was saying that, you know, the problems that we have in country cannot be fixed apart from removing the ANC from power. Right. In as much as she did not put a date to that, she said that that is necessary. I myself have said that, that even the problems that has come, can never be solved whilst you have the ANC in power. Mm-hmm. So this a particular call uh, by the ESF is not dissimilar to the call made by Helen Zilla to say Helen Zilla to say that remove the ANC first and foremost. Right. Then form a good quality government of national unity or a government uh, a coalition government. Now, that can be debated as what would be a good quality coalition government. But Olomisa, General Vandu Olomisa of the UDM, has said that the ANC, repeatedly over the years, has failed to govern this country. They cannot govern this country. They are totally unfit, and they need to be removed from power. So if you do remove successfully Silva Maposa from power, uh, you are taking a step in the direction of saying, in actual fact, him and his cabinet need to be removed from power. People, the, the people of South Africa must form a, a new cabinet altogether and, and with a new president. So that would be the type of thing that is on the table at the moment. Mm-hmm. However, with every major change of power, you know, people could die. Property could be damaged. Uh, yes. uh, uh, all sorts of things can happen. So, People hear that, and, and, and now the language and the concepts that have got to be used around it is very difficult to speak. Certainly. Um, just just to uh, you know re- reiterate what I said early one when I introduced you to the show um, for your namesake uh, we're looking at this from an analysis uh, perspective. Do you do you believe that um, we are seeing well uh, intensive politicking now and campaigning for elections next year that this is being pounced on? Uh, you know, to be used as an excuse for that as a platform. Hello. So- I, I don't think so. I do not think so. I, I think that 
You know, some of the people can cry foul, but uh, they start at some of these problems. For instance, mm-hmm. this campaign that is now on for removal of some of is a campaign that was kickstarted almost in direct reaction, in fact, in direct reaction to the ANC bulldozing parliament and going against the uh, the report prepared by the judge uh, mm-hmm. uh, of the constitutional of the judge of the constitutional court, uh, Sandile and Nob. Right. So we said that Ramaphosa was through an impeachment process. Mm-hmm. They used the ANC used majoritarianism to impose its will. And later on, the Saras confirmed that the Amani that had entered this country totally illegally. Yeah. At a time when we're this, which means we have a president who is being protected by the majority, who is at the same time directly involved in money laundering and processing foreign illicit funds inside the country. And, and the, the party that is in power is actually involved in that. Now, they could have done that on another day. And yes. What would we expect? The ALC is already losing power since 2021. They have dropped below 50 50, uh, 50%. We know that in the previous election, they lost metros in 2015, uh, uh, and they've been losing the majority of time. I mean, how can they kept it by the skin of their teeth in the last election? So they are losing, and they've admitted that they are going to lose votes. So to say somebody is times looking for a cheap campaign, yeah. for people who are already on their own survey saying that they are at 30%. On their own, they've said that on their own. The right. ANC has said that on their own. Mm-hmm. Then go hide behind saying that some parties are looking for a majority by losing a, a shutdown campaign. I think it, it's unwise to say that. Sure. Um, do you really think that this is, you know, Sandile, we've seen so many protests and marches and what have you. Do you think that this one is really going to be significant? This one is really going to be impactful? I think that the the, 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 I, I mean, I had the good fortune of, of participating, like my father before me and my grandfather, mm-hmm. in the anti-apartheid struggle. Right. None of us. My grandfather didn't know when we were arrested in Bondoland in 1960, that when exactly the victory will be, which campaign will be uh, in Victoria. My father got arrested several times in the 1970s. Uh, and so on. So, but eventually, 1994, all three of us voted. All right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you don't know which specific campaign will cause the regime to fall. So, you sustain the campaign across generations. Right. Even if it takes you 500 years or a thousand years, it's even consequential. Right. Irrespective, of course, now the ANC have been echoing those words of regime change agenda. What do you make of that? The, if we just use that word regime change agenda uh, from just as an English word and, and, and without bias, yes. the regime change is actually very necessary because the ANC is the most direct cause of failure economically and otherwise and in the systems of governance in South Africa. So it is very necessary that the ANC be, in remove, that be removed from power. Sure. That has been said, but let me add this very quickly, Mm -hmm. that there is a professor from UNISA, I think it's Thomas Hausen, Andre Thomas Hausen, who has said that 
a lot of money was raised in the European Union and in London to fund Ramaphosa to become a president of this country. So that was, in fact, an, already an external political interference to determine who becomes the president of this country. Mm-hmm. So he was himself decided by foreigners, by foreign political powers, to be the president of this country. So he is not necessarily a genuine president of this country in the first place. According to that professor, he represents foreign interests and is failing to deliver even in that capacity for that name. Hmm, interesting. Interesting unpacking and analysis you've done there of the president as, his, as to his stature as a leadership of this country. Sandile, we're going to have to leave it there. Uh, thank you so much once again for joining us uh, this afternoon and giving us a lowdown on your perspective from an analyst analytic perspective.